We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Sean Davis here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. Uh, we have a fun show on the way for you all today. We are a little less, I, mean, I forgot the days. I want to say we're 11 days out from the start of the preseason. The Lakers taking uh, taking battle in the preseason. We are just, I want to say, 11 days away at the time of this recording. I cannot wait. I apologize about my voice. I am recovering from being a little under the weather, so that's why you haven't seen me on the channel recently. But we're going to get through this show. Like I said, a jam-packed show. We're going to talk about LeBron's mini camp potentially starting already. Uh, we're going to jump into the mailbag at the end of the episode, and we're going to also talk about if Christian Wood can help defensively for this Lakers team. But before we get all uh, started into all that, a quick reminder, please do subscribe right here to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. Ring that post notification bell as well so you guys stay, stay up to date with our latest content and coverage as regards to your Los Angeles Lakers. And make sure you guys subscribe to the LakersNation.com podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you may listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review an easy way to help out the show. But let's get started. So... There were rumors and videos that went around today that LeBron's minicamp might potentially be going underway. I tweeted this out as well at Sean underscore DAVI on Twitter. There's a video of LeBron coming out of a, of a building. I don't know where it's out. The rumor is that it was at San Diego State. I did think for some reason that LeBron's minicamp was typically in Vegas, but I could be wrong. Um, but... It, it, it's exciting to see that LeBron's mini camp is already getting started. And hopefully in a couple of days, we'll be able to get some leaks. And we'll be able to get some actual footage of this Lakers team playing together. I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, and it, this is just another sign that we are that much closer and potentially indicating how the, the rest of these 11 days are going to pan out. Like I said, the Lakers t- uh, tip off. Uh, first game of preseason, October 6th, right? Media day is, I want to recall, and please, anybody that knows this information better than I do, please do put this in the comments down below. Uh, me- media day is the week of the first preseason game. And how it typically works, if I recall, is it's media day, 
then training camp. And then it's like three days of training camp or whatever. Then typically you go right into preseason action, right? So with that being said, uh, at the time of this recording, it is uh, August. I'm sorry, September 25th. Backtracked a bit. Lakers play. Wow. Lakers play next Friday. That is insane. So I would expect media day to potentially be next week, like maybe even next Monday, October 2nd, which would mean that you would have October 3rd, 4th, and 5th for training camp. And then October 6th, the Lakers would take off in their first uh, preseason basketball action. Um, This is kind of a quick turnaround for guys like Austin Reeves, who did uh, participate in the FIBA World Cup. We kind of knew that already. We anticipated this for Austin, but uh, super, super excited to see Austin and, and some of these young guys and new additions brought in here. So all this really is, is just further confirmation. We are that much closer to the start of Lakers basketball, and I cannot wait. And if there is any news or rumors uh, coming out of LeBron's mini camp or eventually training camp, we'll have you up to date with all the latest information here at Lakers Nation. But a big topic that I really want to talk about here today is Christian Wood. Can he help the Lakers defensively? And, you know, Christian Wood's been he's he's been around the league a lot. And one of the big things that have kind of followed him around the NBA is that he's a bad defender. Uh, he's a cancer in the locker room. He's soft. He doesn't compete at a high enough level. No motor you know, et cetera, all the above on a test, right? And I think I am cautiously optimistic that Christian Wood might be a positive for the Lakers next season defensively. Now, I'm not talking about like all NBA defensive team positive. I'm not talking about even by himself positive. Like if he's the lone big on the floor, I'm not talking about that either, right? I'm talking about one of the big things we've heard, so we're going to see a lot of two big lineups with Anthony Davis and Christian Wood playing next to each other. And if that's the case, I am caught fair, I'm cautiously optimistic that that pairing can work defensively. Offensively, I think we all know how that pairing is going to fit out, right? Because I think Christian Wood are, we don't know necessarily, but I think we're all more optimistic for sure that the offensive side of the ball is going to work out, right? Because Christian Wood is a really, really talented offensive big that I think actually gets kind of underrated offensively. Uh, he was one of the better screeners last year in terms of impact. Um, really, really just lethal floor spacer. Uh, one of the best just pick and pop bigs in the NBA um, who added a real post back to his offensive game last year. He never really graded out as a good post player, but last year he did, and that that's really encouraging to see kind of continue if that can continue. Um, and then offensively, he's going to add another, you know, like layer to this Lakers half-court offense where at times last season we saw the Lakers try to go to their delay action or series rather, which is, you know, in lamest terms, kind of just five out for the NBA. You get to run a bunch of different actions off of that. You can go delay Chicago, which is the most popular action. You know, some teams get super, super creative. You go, like, delay 
delay somehow into stack or uh, Spain pick and roll action. Teams get really, really creative with that, right? But with Anthony Davis as that delay five big, that isn't a good three-point shooter. Teams can kind of suck that in and kind of blow the play up. But with Christian Wood, you have to defend out on the perimeter now. So I am really, really excited to see that layer of the Lakers offense kind of open up. But like I said, those are all things that I'm willing to bet that most of, if not all of those things, are going to come to fruition on the offensive side of the ball for Christian Wood. Defensively with Christian Wood is where easily the biggest amount of you know, like skepticism comes up for, right? And deservedly so, right? I think with Christian Wood, he is a weird athlete. What I mean by that is he's kind of clunky and he doesn't consistently move in space well. It's kind of weird for a guy of his size, his stature, and offensively kind of translates decently well athletically. But defensively, he just at times just doesn't move quite well enough or quite how you would like him to move, um, which is why a lot in his career last year was an outlier, actually, where he was last year slightly more effective as a drop coverage big. Although if you look back at the majority of the rest of his career, he was he graded out a lot better as a uh, picket. I'm sorry, as a uh, mobile screen big. Right where, like, if you go to the 2021-2022 season for Christian Wood, I'm trying to pull up his stats right now, but he he was a significantly better player in terms of his screen, uh, screen mobile defense. And I'm referring to that. I'm talking about like hedging, blitzing, even a little bit of switching. Like that's what I'm referring to when I say uh, screen or mobile or stuff like that. And obviously. Drop uh, screener rim is like drop coverage. That's the primary coverage we're looking at there. But because Christian was last year, uh, if you look at his drop coverage rating, he was in the 70, hold on one sec, trying to find it here. Bad podcasting, 77th percentile uh, compared to other mobile bigs in the NBA. So 77th percentile players of his archetype. And in the 70, uh, in the 70th percentile for screener rim, uh, screener mobile defense. If you go back to the prior season for the Houston Rockets, now you Christian Wood ranked in the 85th percentile for screener mobile defense, the 78th percentile for screener rim defense, a way more valuable as a player, as a screener, uh, screen mobile dude, and that was kind of his role and that doesn't really surprise me why he was a lot better in that role but christian wood weirdly fits to what guys other deficiencies are what i mean by that is christian wood fits with jared vanderbilt like like i don't even know what an analogy is so i'm not going to try to uh, create another seanism here but christian wood really fits nicely with jared vanderbilt and what i mean by that is jared vanderbilt's biggest problem is screen navigation okay what's christian wood's biggest problem well he's not the best rim protector if he's the only big on the floor okay what was the lakers biggest weakness in that in a half court last year defensively uh if you pull anthony davis out of the play the lakers rim protection takes a dive therefore their defense takes a dive because 
the Lakers half court defense was so successful because Anthony Davis not necessarily got to camp out, but Anthony Davis was able to be as close to the rim at almost all times. And when that happened, the Lakers found their most success in the half court. When you were able to pull Anthony Davis away from the rim, that's when defense or excuse me, opposing offenses were really able to attack the Lakers half court defense. Okay. Combine all those things. And you got Anthony Davis, Christian Wood, Jerry Vanderbilt. I'm only going to focus on these three players from right now. I might even throw Gabe Vincent in there, who is not an elite screen navigator either. And one of the things that we didn't get to see a ton from last year's Lakers, and a lot of it's due to personnel, is we didn't get to see the Lakers open up what one of the Milwaukee Bucks' best you know, skill sets were as a coaching staff when Darvin Ham was there. And that was the scheme versatility defensively. And that's where Frank Vogel has Darvin Ham be as of right now, right? But last season, we didn't get to see that from Darvin Ham. And it was basically, we're going to drop exclusively. We're going to switch a little bit. And for one half of basketball against the Golden State Warriors, we're going to hedge the one player over the past decade that you can't hedge, and that's Steph Curry. Okay. Now, now, like I said, Jerry Vanderbilt, keep keep this in mind. Jerry Vanderbilt, bad screen navigator, gave it gave Vincent not a good screen navigator. We might be able to see the Lakers hedge a lot more next year. And the reason why this could work is because it does one of two things. Well, it, it does a, a couple of things for you. For one, one outlier, it has to be with both Christian Wood and Anthony Davis on the floor. Reason being, and I'm really, really glad I have my fast drop. I'm going to save this for a different video. So I'm, I'm going to go deeper into the schemes in a separate video. But if you go ball screen, right? So I'm going to try to like paint this image. So just have like a blank piece of paper in your head in your head or in your hands, like right out. But like, uh, follow me here. It's a ball screen at the top of the key, right? Or maybe it's a side ball screen. Let's go. Let's change it. Side ball screen on the right side, right? It's Jerry Vanderbilt guarding, I don't know, De'Aaron Fox, right? And Sabonis is on is in the play. And Christian Wood is being dragged into the ball screen, but Anthony Davis is on the floor. You can hedge this ball screen instead of going draw or lock and trail drop, which puts the two players involved into the action at, at their, the thing that they're worst at, which is navigating screens for Vanderbilt and drop coverage defense for Christian Wood. And you can hedge this, which negates the problem of uh, of Jared Vanderbilt screen navigation and negates it because he's at the level regardless. And Christian Wood's at the level. So you had those two dudes there. And when the biggest things that you, you can hit the short roll and that leads to a, a bunch of different rotations weak side. But guess what? Anthony Davis is on the floor. And Anthony Davis is guarding the furthest passer away. So Anthony Davis on the start of the play he is guarding the player in the right corner, right? As the ball gets dribbled over towards the left side of the floor, because, you know, it's a hedge, he's, you're forcing him more towards that side of the floor, right? Now the furthest pass is the right corner. So Anthony Davis gets to be a free safety, and Anthony Davis gets to blow every single thing up in the at the rim. You make Anthony Davis, you weaponize Anthony Davis as the best weak side rim protector on the planet. That's how you get it done, and that's how you can get this thing to work. I'm not completely optimistic about switching. You can do it a little bit, but I don't love that idea, right? But here's another reason why I'm super optimistic this can kind of work, right? Christian Wood and his 
2021-2022 season with the Houston Rockets, opposing players shot 2.47% worse than expected at the rim. You go to last season with the Dallas Mavericks, which was not a great year for Christian Wood in terms of playing time, consistency, a bunch of different other things. But last season, opposing players shot 7.6% worse than expected of Christian Wood as the primary rim protector. Anthony Davis in the playoffs, opposing players shot 16% worse at the rim than expected when Anthony Davis was the primary rim protector. That is absurd. And I want to say the number is like 6.8% during the regular season. I'm not implying that Christian Wood's a better rim protector than Anthony Davis by no means, right? But this could work if you weaponize Anthony Davis's ability as a weak side rim protector, or hell, Anthony Davis is mobile enough to be able to hedge out on the perimeter. The problem is, is that you haven't had weak side rim protectors, not named LeBron James, to be able to help out at the rim and be able to rebound Christian Wood in the 93rd percentile in defensive rebounds per 75 possessions, 8.8 per game. Six, re- six defensive rebounds per game, 94th percentile. He grades out extremely well as a defensive rebounder. Uh, 93rd percentile in defensive rebounding talent. This is all per B-ball index, right? You pair that with Anthony Davis's rebounding ability, and you are set defensively, potentially, right? Again. I'm getting super amped up. I am so excited to see these two guys play together on the defensive side of the ball. And I think this is another reason why Christian Wood wanted to go to Miami because you go to Miami, you play for that system, you play next to, to Jimmy Butler and Bam, and the, the abundance of the guys they got, you're going to look good defensively, right? So why not come here to LA and play next to the best defensive player on the planet? So I am stoked if you cannot tell and I'll, I'll go more into the schemes and some things like that in a future video but i am super 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 excited to uh for to, to see christian wood in this lakers offense and more, maybe even more importantly seeing christian wood if he can fit defensively for this lakers team so i am super super stoked but what I'm even more stoked about is to talk about our sponsor for today's episode of Lakers Nation and that is Factor. With the busy fall season already in the swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34-plus weekly packed, fresh, never-frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. Are you like me and you're always, you know, just really, really busy running around during the day to you completely forget to think about lunch? Well, keep your energy up with lunch to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers. They're ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave needed. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel at your best as you tackle a busy autumn? Try protein meals with 30 grams of protein or more per one serving. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions. Source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainability source seafoods in our meal. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals 
and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to packedermeals.com slash LakersNation50 and use code LakersNation50 to get 50% off. That's code LakersNation50 at factormeals.com slash LakersNation50 to get 50% off your order. Shout out to Factor for sponsoring today's episode. And once again, that is LakersNation50 at checkout at factor.com. All right. Let's uh, dive into some mailback questions. I threw out a question on Lakers on uh, my Twitter page at Sean underscore DAVI. And I wanted to, you know, have some fun with this one and see uh, if you guys had any questions that you guys wanted to get answered on today's show. So I have a few. Uh, let's start off with 555. Uh, how realistic is it? that Darvin Ham will play Max Christie at least 15 minutes. I think it's fairly realistic. I've stated in the past, I think this is Max Christie's backup two spot to lose um, because I think they got to know what Max Christie is. And I think Cam Reddish is more set up to play the three than he is the two. We, we'll, we'll see come opening night. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is Max Christie's job to lose. So if Max Christie doesn't play 15 minutes a night, I would say he had a bad mini camp of Braun. He had a bad preseason. He had a bad training camp. One of those three things. But I think this is Max Christie's spot to lose or an injury. But I think he's in line to get 15-plus minutes a night. Uh, Nick. Which newly signed player are you most excited to see play this offseason? Well, I think if you listen to the past 10 minutes of the pod, I uh, I think you would guess Christian Wood. But if I went somebody else outside of Christian Wood, I would go Gabe Vincent. I've been kind of hyping him up a ton this summer. Uh, Like I said, he's just a guy that makes a ton of winning plays. A lot of his value does come to the offensive side of the ball and the shot. I'm more of a believer in the shot than a lot of people are. I think he's coming last season off having some of the worst shot quality in the NBA by far. And you're adding him to a Darvin Ham-led offense next to LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell. I think he's going to get good looks. So I'm a believer in the shot. I think he'll have to work a lot less uh, to create his own shot offensively. I'm a believer in Gabe Vincent shot. And then, like I said, defensively, while he's worse than uh, Dennis Schroeder, I think he competes super, super hard. He adds some versatility because you can switch, have him on a, a bigger player for five seconds or whatever, and he's going to compete his tail off. And like I said, he makes a ton of winning, winning plays. So I'm super excited to see Gabe Vincent out on the floor. Red Web Mamba, excuse me, on Twitter says prediction for win total. And if you guys think we have enough to beat the Nuggets in the playoffs after our additions this summer, uh, I think the win total right now, I think I probably about 50. I think this is a 50 win team. And part of the reason is because the Lakers schedule is brutal because the West is brutal. That first five games is kind of a rough stretch where I think if you could get out of there three and two, you feel really, really good about uh, about where you're at if you're three and two after those first five games. Um, and then uh, to answer the second question, if you guys think we have enough to beat the Nuggets in the playoffs after our dishes this summer, I think the Lakers got better. I really, really do. And I think the Lakers, there isn't a Jokic stopper, but I think the Lakers went through other avenues to where they can 
more appropriately send the help needed and not get burned on the backside as they did last season against the Denver Nuggets. So the Lakers are kind of doubling down on this approach of there isn't a Jokic stopper. We're going to have AD on them. Or we're going to send help in our weak side rotators. going to have to do their dig on job. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. I do think the Lakers have enough. And if Jamal Murray doesn't go berserk again, I think the Lakers are well primed to knock off the Denver Nuggets. Last one, uh, for the love of the game, what will be the starting lineups and closing lineups? Uh, what would they look like? And how does the front court rotation, what would that be like? So right now my starting lineup is D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. That is my starting lineup right now because I don't think starting, uh, excuse me, having Jared Vanderbilt come off the bench optimizes him well at all. Uh, I think that having Jared Vanderbilt come off the bench, it like, like for example, second game of the year is against the Phoenix Suns. Okay, you have Jared Vanderbilt come off the bench. That doesn't help anybody because he's guarding Yuta Watanabe off the bench, if that makes sense, right? Make Start him out right. Get, let him get to a rhythm and a flow. Ha, throw him on the opposing best players. So if it's that game, throw him on Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, the best, especially the best isolation guy. Throw him on there. Don't throw him on the bench because it doesn't matter. I don't think he closes anyway. So just start him. It doesn't matter if you start. It's more so, I argue, matters who closes. I think the closing lineup is Austin Braun, AD, and then you can go a few different directions. I think you can go Rui. I think Christian Wood's an option. I think Gabe Vincent slash D'Angelo Russell is an option. But those other two spots are super, super interesting. I think it might be matchup dependent, and I think it will be dependent on who has the hot hand that night. Um, but I, I think you could go a few different options. I don't see a lineup. I've seen this tossed around a, a little bit. I don't see any outcome that involves like uh, Austin Reeves, LeBron, Ruri, Christian Wood, Anthony Davis lineup. That's not happening, right? Um, but I think you could go like Braun, Christian Wood, AD, Austin, Max Christie, or D'Lo, uh, Austin, LeBron, Christian Wood, AD, something along those lines, right? If you want to go Christian Wood and Anthony Davis, but, um, yeah, you're not going to see like a super large, big lineup. So I think the Lakers have a few different options and how's the front court rotation look like? I think. I'm hoping LeBron is like barely a 30 minute per guy player this year. Like he's scratching 30, maybe 31, 32 minutes. I'm hoping AD barely hits like 34 minutes. Cause I think like give Ruby 20, 25, give Torian Prince 15 to 20, give Vando 15 to 20, Christian Wood 20 minutes. Like give these guys all the minutes that you can, man. Let these guys build up reps, build up chemistry, build up confidence so they can be playable come playoff time. So that's kind of how I envision the front court. Those are my six guys that I'm playing. And then you still have to maybe throw a bone to Jackson Hayes. Maybe Jackson Hayes gets like 10 minutes a game, right? So it is super, super tough. Super, super tough. But this is a good problem to have. And the Lakers coaching staff, uh, they have to figure some things out. But this is a way better situation to be in. Then the start of last season where we're like, uh, yeah, who the hell is playing on this team? Because uh, this time last year, the Lakers had three and a half quality players. And 
Now they have 12 rotation players on this team. Like the only guys I can confidently say probably aren't rotation players right now is Max Lewis and Jalen Trevino. The rest of this team are all rotation players, if not better, right? So this is a good problem to have. I'm not worried about the rotation. Somebody's going to get nixed. I think it's Cam Radish and Jackson Hayes personally, but it's something we'll have to see. And I am super, super excited to find out. Again, 11 days away. I cannot wait for the start of training camp and then ultimately the start of preseason basketball. But Lakers Nation, comment down below. What a fun show that was, first off. But comment down below. How excited are you for the start of training camp and preseason? What are your thoughts on what I said about Christian Wood? Make sure you guys subscribe right here to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. Ring that post notification bell as well. Like I said, please do go subscribe to LakersNation.com podcast. Give us a five-star rating and review. I'm Sean Davis. You guys can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore D-A-B-I. And until next time, see ya and stay safe.